This is another episode of Our Journey, where you learn about our journey as the Averys. Melanie and Chris, Chris and Melanie, the Averys conquering together. This is where we talk about our lives as me as an event planner and Chris as an accountability coach. Thanks for listening. Yoo-hoo! It is July 12th. This is our journey. Chris is going to start it off because he's very excited. Oh, I am? Okay, cool. Then I am, yes. (laughs) Um, We just want to talk about the week and kind of what happened and what went on. One of uh, the big fun takeaways this week was we got to speak to one of the people that we've been investing in growing the business and attracting more people into our ability to impact their life. And we got to talk to one of those through some video and it was really cool and exciting and uh guy was doing amazing big things and definitely a good connection to have and follow up with him next week and see you know where he's headed and is he staying committed to the things that he says he was going to do something that i liked i don't so chris and i both work from home so sometimes i overhear conversations i do my best to if i know something is more confidential i won't be in the room or i won't listen cheese drops is what she <laughs> No, but at the at the end of this, because I didn't know if I wanted to actually pop in and say, hey, I've messaged you on, on Facebook or whatever, too. So um, I was just kind of ready and standing by. Uh, but at the end of their conversation, I overheard this guy say, you know, I see that you're not. He compared to like if Grant Cardone messaged me and said, hey, I want to collaborate. I would be like, OK, that's really cool. But it's probably, you know, not really Grant. It's his team, whatever, like it's it's more kind of washed out. What she says happens to him twice a week, like somebody from Grant Cardone's team messages him. But. <laughs> Versus, he said, but I see that you're an actual real person. Like you have a smaller following, and I don't mean that in a negative way, but you have a smaller following, but the way like you reached out and you're very genuine, like I, I knew you were a real person. That's a great point. I thought that was really cool. Yeah, I, I think that was really awesome, and that's that's – what we're going for not just to have as a goal but that's who we are so that's how we're reaching out and that was just really awesome to hear and kind of boost my um abilities as well yeah that was great like he had he definitely was uh doing his thing and he was definitely no slouch in performing it was more almost the opposite of where he needed accountability to make sure he had time for himself and good self-care and Mm. didn't just get wrapped up in and learning how to say no which is a big deal. And if you don't know about that, saying no, in this episode notes, I'm actually going to do a link. If you'd like to watch it and give us your opinion, you can reach out to us on Instagram, Chris Avery Coaching, Twitter, Chris Avery Coach, Facebook, Chris Avery Coaching. Um, but I, I think it's interesting to know how people are saying yes to themselves and no to things that aren't in alignment with where they want to be. Well, and the biggest thing in personal development is everybody's like, you got to write down a to-do list. You got to write down what you want to see, where your vision is, you know, write, cut out pictures, put them on a board. And that's all cool. I agree with that. But then nobody talks about what you got to start saying no to. And that could be saying no to other people. That could be saying no to yourself about like, oh, I'm not going to be partaking in that something that I like to do. Like, oh, I love to go bowling. But maybe you won't go bowling for a while. Maybe that's on your no list. Maybe it is about saying no to other people. Oh, I'm going to say no to these type of events. Oh, maybe it's this activity. Whatever it may be, we don't write down a no list so we can read it and go like, oh, man, that's actually not in my schedule. That's not in my time right now because I'm hyper-focused on being the success I want in whatever activity it looks like for you. 
And that could be just being the best doctor. That could be being the best lawyer. That could be being the best mother or dad. Like if you are a mother or dad listening to this, you know better than we do that at some point you got to say no to a bunch of things because your kids don't give you that option. Those are an actual instant no list. So I'm just saying create a no list for yourself now so you can be prepared to be the best you can be. And that could even go for family time. Like some, I think there's this, this, uh, not stigma, but there's this kind of rules that no one really talks about, but like society rules that you need to have certain things first as your priority. You have to have them. Otherwise everything, you know, you're not doing it right. But I think sometimes you even have to say no to, hey, if my family gets together every every Sunday or Friday night or something, but on those nights, like, I actually have an event coming up. Like, I need to say no to my family so that I can stay in alignment with myself and be better and show up more for my family in different ways. Well said. Thank you. What's another highlight? I, I want to talk about Saturday and going on a run. Okay, cool. I'm going to skip to the other. Do you want to go to that highlight or do you want me to go uh, to that Yeah, time? we're taking turns, buddy. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> you sa- asked me, so I was just going. <laughs> uh, well, on Saturday, Chris, so Chris is doing his running schedule. In the last episode, I talked about how he's um, he's running 50 miles and how we're kind of preparing for that. So on Saturdays, there's the longer run. So I, d- I wanted to run as well. And when we actually started running, it was probably like noon, noon o'clock. It was, so yeah, it, was, it was sunny and it was next to the Provo River. However, it was still sunny, um, somewhat shaded, and it was just heated. 90-some degrees. Yeah. So we ran and it was really nice. Um, I even forgot my phone. It was not nice. Don't let her tell you full of that. It was not nice. Oh, okay, go ahead. It was nice when we were done. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was nice when we were done and we went in the cold water. I, I did feel pretty beat because, like I said, I left my phone at home. So I usually listen to music because it kind of draws out, like, you know, in the tougher runs, it'll draw out some negative thoughts or some, like, slumpiness feelings because I'll kind of sing along to the music and have some fun. Um, but I forgot that and I didn't bring it. So I was more thinking of, like, Oh, this is how I'm breathing and I this is how my feet sound and I feel like heavy footed because like I'm just like chomp, chomp, stomp, stomp. So anyway, it was That's tougher. literally what her feet sound like when they hit the floor. Chomp, chomp, slump, slump. It's pretty awesome. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. It's true. <laughs> On Saturday it was true. Anyway, that was really great. Chris ran nine miles. I ran two and then ran walked two back. Uh, but it was really it was it was just nice to be out. So that is another preparation that we did, and that was a good day because right afterward, we got into a part of the river that was pretty deep, where we could um, submerge ourselves and kind of cool off. And I mean, we were used to cold cold water doing cold dips, so it wasn't that cold. However, it was still chilly enough to where like my body was so warm that I was like, man, why can't I get the top half of my body in here without like screaming? Chris laughed at me. I did. It was very satisfying. <laughs> anyway, that that was a good highlight for this week too. Uh, the other thing I wanted to talk about was, and you you even brought it up earlier, but was we decided to take about oh, I think ten people out and do a couple hours out in the park slash wilderness of just silence of leaving the phones away, leaving all the distractions, the emails, the kids the people you know requesting or wanting you to do something for business or whatever it looks like we took them out and we went on a silent retreat so people could walk 
they could lay, they could sit by the river, they could go up in the mountain, whatever they felt would bring them the most alignment, peace, serenity, and just open their mind. Uh, so I laid for an hour or so, and then I went over and sat by a river for a while. And uh, earlier that morning, we had got a call about some car repairs that we had if we want the car to run any longer. And years ago, that would have consumed my mindset, but we went out to the river and it was really amazing opportunity for all of us, an amazing opportunity to see a little bit deeper inside ourselves. And so in the first hour laying there, I got some an- or some answers or some uh, really some clarity, not necessarily I wasn't asking for any questions, so it wasn't really an answer. I guess it was a clarity. And then uh, went over to the river and stood over by the river for a while and watch the water run up on the rocks and some of the water ripple back down from the rocks and I looked a little bit farther in the river and there's this bigger rock and the water rippled over it and and it made me start to think because of where we're headed where we want to be and where we see our vision headed is we're looking at trucks and fifth wheels and getting out and really living the dream living where we want to be and being the people we want to be and connecting with more people and spreading our impact and when we I was doing it I started to think man it's interesting because the water us as humans want to grab onto things and keep them as they're as they're like ours like that's my car that's your car that's my car this is my stuff and I and I'm definitely guilty of that and when I was watching the water go over the rock it, it made me realize the water continues on. The rock doesn't try to grab onto the water. The water doesn't try to grab on the rock and stay in a place like they own it. It just ripples over and it goes on its way. And it made me think about the car and that if we really are headed in a different direction, if we're really headed for more, then we could go backwards and make this car our thing. And we've been talking for a while. Just to just for anyone who doesn't know what's going on, Chris's car in a way broke down to where it's undrivable right now. It's been like that for a few days or maybe a week or so. So this is this is kind of where this mindset kind of started. Yeah, and, and and to even go back further, we've been talking about do we sell one car? Do we live with one car? Do I get a bike and ride? And then we sell the car and we keep the money so we can invest it towards the truck and the fifth wheel. And so, you know, did the universe help us and did God help us, you know, figure out a way to get rid of the car easier and quicker? Maybe we're we're still yet we're, and we don't know we may fix it we may sell it we may not fix it we may fix it and drive it but that day when i was at the river it made me think like wow we could go backwards and we could keep the car for longer and fix it and drive it we could sell it and you know it also made me think like if if it's a loved one and it's sick i go pay the medical bills and i get that person fixed no matter what or if it's an older person and it's just actually more humane that like, you know, you don't keep them and keep resuscitating them. You just let them pass away peacefully. And the car has been amazing to me. And it made me think like we could hold on to this car, but it's really, it doesn't matter if the car is just a thing. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. And that's what it really came to is if we fix it, great. It doesn't matter if we repair it or I'm sorry, if we, if we don't repair it, doesn't matter. If we fix it and sell it, doesn't matter. The truth of the matter is we know where we're headed and we can look back or we can get stressed about what's happening at this moment or we can get worried about what's happening at this moment or we can be clearly deeply focused on where we're headed 
and see the opportunities in these things that sometimes we want things to happen in the car and we want like, oh, I want a new car or I want a truck. And then the car breaks down and then we get stressed or annoyed or upset that like it's going to cost us this money or do this or that. But we got exactly what we asked for. It may have not showed up the way we wanted it to, but yet we want to hold on to it. We want to hold on to this annoyance and we want it to be exactly how we want it to be instead of accepting being appreciative and being grateful for what the car has brought us in our life and also where we're headed. And so that car may not be for us anymore. But those were, I, that was just one of the big breakthroughs we had while we were out there it was absolutely extremely impactful what two hours of silence can do. There was another one about just having more love and accepting agape love, which is just acceptance of others and loving everybody or loving people for them being them instead of expecting them to be a certain way or just having more love and acceptance for everybody's differences. Man, Chris came home and he told me about his breakthroughs. And I I've thought about him so much too because it's what we it's what we did. Um cor- the coronavirus happened. I could not go back to work. I could not work at all. And what's funny is like I've been looking and I've been talking to Chris for a long time now like what when is the right time to stop doing that job to put more of myself into business? And then that opportunity arose, and when they offered me my job back, it was easier to say no, although it was still tough, but it was easier to say no. But that's something we put out there, something that we said like we, we in a sense, need to push or need help to be able to get out of the situation so we can get more in alignment with where we want to be. Same thing with the car. If the car kind of broke down, now we are in a way forced to make a decision going forward of do we want to be more in alignment with where we want to be? Or do we want to just kind of fix it and get back to our comfort or the normal of what we have? And it it's super cool. I've thought about that all week since you've done that. I love that comparison. And Thanks. I think it's still like you still miss the people you worked with, like your boss, like you loved her. Oh, for sure. You still love her and you went and visited her last week. And it's still sometimes tough to let those things go. But again, when we get so attached to them, like it's part of us and we own it or it's uh, it's our thing. It can become very distracted from or distracting from where you want to head. Or if it's like what you identify with. If yeah. I were to more, I mean, I feel like I didn't completely, but I know people identify a lot with if they don't have a job, who are they? Because they're known as the welder, the planner, the coach, the teacher, whatever. And if they don't have that, they're lost. So I think that's even huge to to have a chance to step away from. Yeah, I love that. Thank you. Yeah. I love you. Thanks. You love good, you good thoughts in your mind. I love it. Or they're, um, or they're just out there floating in the universe and I happen to have enough silence in my mind. Could they not be distracted to grab onto a couple of them? <laughs> I believe truths are universal. Just depends on where you are mindset-wise, where you are, if you're open and receiving or accepting, and if you grab onto it and you know make it tangible for other people to touch. I love that. Now... Let's see. I don't I feel like those are just the main highlights. This isn't something yeah. we're going to go through day by day. Okay, let me just tell you real quick. I used to journal day by day and when I would miss a few days, I would go back to my planner and and journal day by day. And that is exhausting because every day, although like I think every day has some goodness in it, it's not journal writing down worthy or sharing worthy. It's like, "Oh, I didn't get in a car crash. I don't know. I I didn't get mad in rush hour or like the little things. Those aren't really share worthy. So on this, our story podcast, we're sharing the things that are share worthy, even though we have had 
lots of other moments of greatness and happiness and maybe some trial, but these are like the main highlights that are the most learned from on our side and hopefully on your side as well. I like that. I like you. Awesome. (laughs) (laughs) I love you. Here's something about Chris. When we were dating seriously. (laughs) Thank you. What? No. Yeah, it's that. When we were dating seriously, I noticed that Chris says thank you a lot. And not not just like, you know, open, you know, empty thank yous, but he'll say thank you a lot for things. And I'm appreciative of a lot of things that people do. I know. And I feel like I am, too. But maybe I don't say thank you, but maybe I show it or say it in a different way. But you say thank you. And so one time it was at the time of us dating. We're like, we're probably both thinking about like, oh, when do we say I love you? I don't know if you thought about that, but my my mind sure did. We discussed it, so of course I thought about it. Okay, but I <laughs> I told Chris, like, you know, I kind of don't. I said, like, I'm afraid to tell you I love you. And he said, why? I said, because all you're going to say is thank you right back. <laughs> yeah, and that was a running joke for a while. It was a running joke for a while. And I think you did. No, you didn't. I said that I said I love you first. No, you call me a mean name when I said thanks. When you yeah. told me you love me because I was so nervous to say it back right away. Oh, I thought it was just because you were harassing me because you said that I would say thank you. <laughs> it worked out, obviously. Uh, it worked out. But anyway, Chris is very appreciative and he will say thank you when he means it, which is a lot. Thank you for saying that. Just kidding. <laughs> okay. Just kidding. Oh, I love you. Loved you. <laughs> thank you so much for listening to... Our journey, we appreciate it. (laughs) Thank you.